Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hi, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley. And welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. Today's overtime is about, am I mad at myself at mm. work? Um, because we find so many times that our clients um, are disappointed in themselves or they can't forgive themselves for a mistake they made or something they said mm-hmm. or something they wish they had done, a job they had wished they had taken or they should have quit, mm-hmm. should have told somebody off, um, should have not told somebody off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. You got more? No. What I was going to say is I think the thing that's interesting is it's usually the last thing that comes to your attention. Um, I was recently working with someone about, you know, things that they're angry about. Actually, several people, this is why we were um, wanting to bring this up, is several people were telling me about, you know, specific things. In one case, it was, I hate my job and I, you know, the the bosses drive me crazy and they're cheap and they're this and they're that and that, 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 that. And at the very end of it really was, I'm just so mad at myself that I stay there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that like the anger that you have at yourself can sometimes be hidden Mm -hmm. behind anger and resentment that you're feeling towards other people Mm -hmm. or other situations. Very much. I mean, I ultimately in our work with people at work, when we get down to what they're in trouble for, yeah, usually they knew. They they blamed mm. everyone else, but they knew it was them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it's, it's a rare person that takes credit for that right off the bat. Right, it says it's I a big realization to come to. Yeah. Well, and the thing that is so interesting that I find with this is if you can, you know, it's awareness, acceptance, and action. So if you find yourself constantly complaining about someone else or a situation or, you know, feeling angry and bitter about X, Y, and Z, I think if you can identify that really you're mad at yourself, that's the beginning of being able to get unstuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Because... Until then, you're just going to be, you're, going to, you're having an internal battle that you're not even fully aware of. Mm-hmm. But I find that people, they like keep themselves in jail, right? Mm-hmm. So if I didn't ask for the promotion in the right way, I'm not going to quit yet because it's my fault and no one else would have me. And, you know, there's yeah. like a whole story that goes behind it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, if you've made a mistake, then you learn from it. But I do meet clients that don't learn. Yeah. (laughs) They repeat the same mistake. Yeah. What is that? That is a good question. I'd say that is dense learning. And usually it's emotional. It's a defense, uh, like emotional denial system they have Mm. where they can't admit they made that first mistake, really own it you know, and so keep making it without, because they're not, they don't have the awareness when, as they're walking into the similar situation over and over. And I'm with you, Kathy, that's very hard. It's funny. I, there's an individual I've worked with who constantly gets into work situations with really dreadful people. Mm -hmm. And I know that the belief is that this is as good as it gets for me. Mm -hmm. And so even after each example, when it's not, you know, 
you get out and you try for the next thing, there's almost an unwillingness. And I think, again, going back to being angry at yourself, it's like an unwillingness to advocate for yourself mm -hmm. because it's just like, this is as good as it gets. Mm. Okay. So it's kind of I like self-hatred. <laughs> Some kind version of, of yeah. that. Yeah. Not thinking that you deserve better or more. Right. Self-loathing is another term they use. Yeah, it's along those lines. And this, again, is why it's important to be able to identify whether that's in play right here. You know, mm -hmm. is there something, a situation, maybe that's what we could say. You may be mad at yourself if you find yourself stuck in a situation and unable to really take action on your behalf mm -hmm. because you're in conflict with yourself. One part of you is still ticked off that you made that decision, mm -hmm. that you took that job, that you let that coworker manipulate you. You're still mad at yourself. And so then you're not willing to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're stuck. Yeah. So how do you get out of, out of that? So this is the part no one's going to like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then. It's hard. Please share. <laughs> I already don't like I, it. <laughs> I think you have to forgive yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. So that's not so hard, no? Well, no, it can be, though, because... What the interesting thing about being mad at yourself is that then it may give you a sense of control. Like if I stay mad at myself, I, may, I can still rework the situation in my mind that I could have, should have, would have done it differently. Mm, right. Whereas if I really accept like, okay, I made this big whopping mistake or I made, I got into this relationship or I, you know, said yes to this job, whatever it is. Um, but now I have to live with it. Then you never get to move forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the forgiveness piece is to say, uh, and actually I was just speaking to someone recently who's stuck in an industry that absolutely is a bad fit, but again, has a, has a hard time making directions, uh, steps in a new direction because still mad at myself that I did that, that I wasted these years. Mm -hmm. So the forgiveness piece would be to say, okay, you know, I did my, and my intention was good. I went in a direction that made sense at the time. I may have made some bad decisions, but I'll get some help along the way next time. And I forgive myself. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not a bad person mm -hmm. just because I made some wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm just trying to <clears throat> help the listeners understand yeah. why it's so hard to forgive yourself. Um, I think, you know, I know some people that have made some more than one bad decisions yeah. mm -hmm. in their life. Mm -hmm. And I think when they start to multiply, yeah. then, then there's a bigger picture. I don't know. There's um, Right. It could be self-sabotage. It could be, as you mentioned, self, general self-loathing. Mm -hmm. But I think what's interesting about that is that that's probably a time where you want to get some expert help. Again, whether it's a executive coach or a counselor, a therapist, something along those lines, where you can identify what is operating inside of me that seems to keep attracting these situations. And again, once you identify that, the act of forgiving that self, like you're not intent, you don't wake up in the morning and think, how can I screw myself over today? Right, right. But you may daily do something that's not good for you. Mm -hmm. So I think 
anyway, that's just, I, I guess I'm on this theme this week because it has been so clear when I would say to each, there were three people specifically who had things they were holding themselves guilty for, weren't going to forgive themselves for. And when I just introduced the idea of, well, what if you just said, it's okay, you know, mm-hmm. I forgive you. I don't like what you did, but I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And in each case, their demeanor just like lightened yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I yeah. think we can be holding ourselves uh, prisoner without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. I also, I can remember um, that when I was young, if I made a mistake, I remember people around me would hold me to those mistakes. Like, yes. So you have to mm-hmm. also yes. be sure that you are surrounded by supportive people. Right. Right. That is such a good point. And you may also have an imprint. I just discovered that with someone this week as well, where she had been um, scolded by a parent over and over again for one mistake that she made when she mm-hmm. was 10 years old. Yeah. And now whenever she goes into a new work situation, she's waiting to make a mistake. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. I, I, you know, and I even have friends who I like, um, but they have used historical mistakes I've made yeah. Yeah. to attack me currently. Well, you wouldn't know because you know you have that thing. And I, I, th- I find that really unsupportive Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and very negative. Yeah. Well, it's a resentment, right? It's like a holding on to something that is no longer... Because everyone's going to make mistakes, and in order to forgive yourself, you don't need the daily reminders right. <laughs> right. from people right. around you. Like right. that, in a way, I mean, is hurtful. I think to somebody's progress in trying to that's let right. go. Sure. That's people right. People grow and people change. That's a good point. So, and so to those who may know that someone is mad at themselves and holding themselves culpable for something, part of what you could do to be supportive is take the pressure off, like release your judgment, forgive them Mm -hmm. for whatever it is they did. And also forgive yourself. I mean, the the whole thing is such an interesting cycle. It's just like judgmental people tend to be judgmental of others, but also judgmental of themselves. Mm -hmm. People who can be compassionate towards themselves and towards others are going to have an overall better experience, (laughs) right? you know, and a better capacity to forgive. And I agree. Forgiveness is what helps us move into the present and get out of the past. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. To me, I don't, so I don't call it forgiveness. I call it making peace with yourself, making Uh peace Mm -hmm. with mistakes you've made. Yes. Um, Your younger self has made when you know, you made that decision for all kinds of reasons right, and right. you've got to move on from it. Right. And you have to make peace with it. Um, yeah. I mean, some people are in jails making peace with their bad decisions. Some yeah. people, yeah. you know, are locked in bad marriages. I mean, there's, uh, I think it's a human condition mm-hmm. that, right. that this, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We sure are. <laughs> Yeah, so that's the idea. If you notice that there's something that where you feel stuck or an area where you're f- constantly feeling angry and resentful, as mm-hmm. Logan mentioned, it's worth it just to see, are you holding yourself guilty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you angry at yourself mm-hmm. about something? Are you mad at yourself? And if so, is there a way you can make peace with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would say, is there a way you can forgive yourself? Or even just say, is there a way you can be compassionate to that person who made that mistake, mm-hmm. that part of you? 
Mm-hmm. And whether you do it through, you know, talking about it with someone, whether you do it, sometimes I'll invite someone to write a letter to that person who made that mistake or made those bad decisions and say, look, I get it. I'm sorry. You, you've been through a lot. I'm not going to, you know, continue to persecute you. <laughs> You're writing this to yourself. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, something where you really get to get it out and shift the energy. And I guess that's really the bottom line is it's about unraveling that internal conflict that's stopping you from moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Join us next time on another My Crazy Office Overtime. And between now and then, we hope that you are not too mad at yourself. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at Key Squared Studios. Stay crazy.